She wants to have her field drilled. I don't think that holds dry. <laughs> There's a bigger gusher in there than there is in the Wellington property. Holy shit, we're going all in. All in. Y'all are worse than me tonight. Wow. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where, um, if it's okay, we'd really like to borrow $4 million. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Sure, why not? Sure. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Josh, and I did not enter that apartment. <laughs> I did not. I, my fingerprints might be everywhere, but I definitely didn't go inside. I did not enter that, and I did not have sexual relations with that. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's Bill Clinton. Uh, I would like to give a big welcome to our newest Patreon member, Justin Ware. Welcome, Justin. Yay. Hello, Yay. Justin. He joins our other Patreon members, Brendan Fillick, Captain America, Sheen Pye, Laura Bernheim, Brad Maholan, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. Uh, you guys are... The super coolest of the cool, and we love you. Wonderful people. We're not afraid to say it. We love you. We love you. And Melanie is off this evening looking into Christopher's birth records for us. Yes, so yes, she's yes. Trying to get some information. So <laughs> she's playing in- Inspector Gadget. I'll catch you next time, Gadget. Next time. Next time. I used to love that we, show. We Me need to begin too. on a. We need to begin on a somber note because we haven't been on since this uh, broke um, on January twelfth. Lisa Marie Presley passed away at fifty-four. Oh, yeah. so, it was kind of a shocker to me. I mean, so sad. I very yeah. sad. Just uh, Priscilla, I just want to give you like the biggest hug in the world. Like, uh, mm. just I feel awful for you and, and her sorry. daughter. And her, like, da- her, her, yeah, her think three daughters, it. three daughters. Yeah, and they, and she she Lisa Marie was a grandmother, apparently. Riley has a kid. Riley has a kid. It was uh, disclosed at the at the service. I didn't. Oh. I, I didn't see that. Wow. I did not either. There's no other information was given, but um, huh. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. I actually I didn't know. know Riley was married until I saw something about her being married recently. So. Hmm. So, birthdays this week. Uh, the 23rd, I don't know what day we're on now. Today is the 25th. Okay. 23rd would have been Meg Gallagher's um, 73rd birthday. And Meg Gallagher played, I'm trying to remember if she played Luella. I believe she played Luella. Lee Taylor Young, uh, today being the 25th, is her. She played Kimberly Crider. 45, uh, 70, 78th birthday. God, all these people are getting old. And we have the 27th. We have Kathy Podwell, born 1964. She is 59 on the 27th. The 27th would have been Donna Reed's 102nd birthday. Jesus. 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 The 28th, 28th will be... Uh, Susan Howard's birthday, born 1944. So she's 79. Yeah. Correct, correct me if my math is off. John oh, Beck also great. shares that same birthday. He's 80 on the 28th. 
And Mark Singer, who played Matt Cantrell, born in 1948. Uh, his birthday is the 29th. And I'm not I'm not doing the math. So screw that. Yeah, <laughs> screw that. Okay. And uh, right. if you get to, if you get to New York City again on the 31st, uh, Patrick Duffy and Linda Pearl are uh, doing story and song from 12 to 2 at the Three West Club in New York City. That is the end of that, and let's move on. All right. Tonight we are talking about Season 5, Episode 24, Episode 101 of the series, The Investigation. It's costing you over $25,000 a day. Frankly, I wouldn't risk another penny on that well. Wouldn't it be nice if we sent Cliff a monument? A monument? Yes. To, to greed and stupidity. You're going to have to drop your price. I could drop that to a couple hundred thousand dollars. We're talking millions. Mr. Cliff Barge's only source of income is going to be if he sets up a table down on Elm Street and sells apples if he's not in jail. Jail? Just what is it he did? He borrowed some money he can't pay back. Dun, dun, dun. It was written by Bruce Shelley. Directed by Irving J. Moore and aired March 26, 1982. My half birthday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, on March 26, 1982, the number one billboard hit in the U.S. was I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. The number one film in America was Conan the Barbarian, directed by John Milius. Was that with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not the a tumor. Gumma- the former governor of California. <laughs> um, and uh, news ending this week, there was the groundbreaking in Washington, D.C. for the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Uh, Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder release Ebony and Ivory in the U.K. Uh, Love the song. I like the spoof on Saturday Night Live, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the soap opera Capital premieres, which I only kind of remember. And um, that didn't last long. That's it. And on Dallas. And on Dallas, this episode came in number one in the weekly ratings as we are within the final three episodes of this season. Mm-hmm. And Miss um, Ellie's new bedroom set apparently made its debut and her set, her room had not been seen since Jim Davis's death, but that's not entirely true because there was a few episodes ago where she was staring at that picture when Bobby knocked on his door, her door. Right. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh, Barbara Curran, you gotta you gotta update your your biznitch, mm-hmm. your biznitch. Uh, Jack Collins, who played Russell Slater, uh, also appears as uh, Russell Slater in later seasons. Uh, Six, or five, six, and ten, and he was a regular on the Milton Berle show in the 1950s, and appeared in the 1989 movie Batman. Batman. Nice. I'm Batman. And we open on a nighttime view of the city of Dallas. Hmm, isn't that special? And you know what it made me think of? It really made me think of the difference between this nighttime shot of Dallas and like the 2012 series, which had a lot of nighttime shots of downtown Dallas and how mm-hmm. like different the shots are really. Well, you're going from standard definition to high definition as well. For uh, sure. And like more like drone flying shots in the new one. Mm. I can't wait till this is an HD, by the way, though. I, I kept like pausing it and I'm just staring at pixels and I'm like, Oh my God, soon, soon HD. Soon my pet. All right, so Bobby's at the police department, 
And they're asking him about Jeff Faraday. Right. And he says, oh, well, I first he says he didn't know him. And then he goes, well, I knew him through my sister-in-law, uh, Kristen Shepard. And, you know, he needed some money and blah, blah. And he just comes up with this whole. And he's like, maybe I should get a lawyer. And I'm like, yeah, you should definitely get a lawyer, Bobby. What are you doing? Um, and then, but instead he's like, well, I'll just talk. And then he, he but. And he's talking and lying at the same time. Oh, I didn't really know. Right. And then, Terrible idea. And then as he leaves, he asks who's in van- handling the uh, Lucy investigation. Uh, Bobby, it's still Captain Hillman, the one that you called in the previous episode to say that Lucy was missing. So <laughs> um, Maybe he was just trying to change the subject, though. Right. But this police station, and as we see it throughout the episode... It just seems like a 70s cop show, like like a Bernie Miller type of a set. It does. Um, In the police station? Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's like totally seedy. Like a, I half expect like a Bernie Miller to come through. or. I mean, realistically, Abe. it's probably on one of those sets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they, they claim that the staircase from South Fork was reused in both The Nanny and Christmas Vacation. Okay, so I looked up the Christmas Vacation, and those were filmed at two different studios. I know. But Staircase is very similar. It is very even similar. The layout, even the layout of the dining room and the um, living room across the hall like that, too. No, I agree with that. That's why this past year when I was watching it, I looked it up, and it was, it was at a completely different studio. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe just a similar layout pattern? I don't know. Yeah, but... Because Dallas was still in production when they filmed this filmed that movie, so yeah, so they, they wouldn't have, move it. They wouldn't tear it down and move it. Yeah, and they wouldn't have rejiggered the um, configuration of the rooms and moving mm-hmm. some walls and stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Then we cut to creepy Roger's apartment. Where it's Lucy's creepy tied fuck. up. Yep. Creepy as fuck. Creepy yeah. as fuck. She's tied up a little bit better this time. Because <laughs> she's she's struggling to get loose and she can't get loose. Mm-hmm. And then is that the one where he gags her, or is that after the next? Uh, no, she's gagged, and uh, he, you can hear him talking to someone in the background. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I had to gag you," and I'm like, "Oh my god, you fucking freak! We can be together so, forever. There you go. Together forever and never, never to part." And then he comes back yeah. with like wine and says, "Oh, I sold the studio. Where are we gonna move?" And she's like, "Roger, this is kidnapping." And he's like, oh, no, it's not. It's not really because we're meant to be together. And she's like, no, no, we're not meant to be together. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking nuts. I mean, if you don't, that's a, uh, 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 uh. And he's the one with the crazy eyes. Oh, yeah. totally crazy guys. And then she, and then she actually calls him out. She's like, dude, you're crazy. And he, and he's like offended for like a, a half a second. And, like, and then, yeah. then he kind of like smirks. And he's like, well, you're here, aren't you? And I'm like, dude. Oh my God! Against her will, yeah. yeah because you, crazy. Because you jumped in the car and said drive. Yeah, psycho. Ooh, for real. Psycho yeah. killer, Keska say. And then we come Ugh. back to uh, South Fork, where Pam is talking to Valine, trying to find Lucy, and she has not been in touch with Valine or Gary or Gary. Yeah, way to alert the parents. I mean, I guess um, they had to check everywhere. I'm, I'm surprised, and it's probably because they 
didn't want to pay John Van Ark, that Valiant didn't jump on a plane and come to Texas. Uh, yeah, you would think. Mm. I think that would just take this whole thing out farther, though. Yeah, that's Like, true. if she came, it would be another couple episodes, and they'd find Lucy after, like, mm-hmm. a manhunt. But but instead, we get to see... <laughs> we'll get to that, everyone. Yeah. And I hate Pam's shirt in this in this scene, by the way. Pam, I mean, I just don't like it. It's like this blue puffy thing with the like puffy. big ye- yellow stars on it. And I'm like, what's it's, happening? I don't. Was that the the silky looking one with the puffy? Yeah. 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 Pam, it wasn't yeah. too long ago that you were using Victoria Principal's own clothes for your wardrobe. So let's just not overdo Quite it. Quite a here. few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the clothes are starting to get a little bit up there, though. Yeah. And J- JRS said, oh, does does Mama know that you called Gary and Val? <laughs> She's like, yeah. yeah. What's your point, JR? Yeah. Screw you, JR. And literally all he cares about in this moment is the voting shares. He's like, well, if she's not responsible enough to like check in, then she's not responsible enough to have voting shares. So she should just give it to me. I'm like, dude, think about something else for like one moment, JR. For the right. love of God. Pam's, well, you can't have them if they're somebody else's. <laughs> Pam, you don't know JR, do you? You don't know what he's been up to. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bobby's just like glaring daggers into him. Oh, yeah. And then he says, I'm going to go say goodnight to Christopher, which kind of really irritates Bobby. You can see the look oh, on yeah. his face. Bob, Bob, Bobby's so pissed. <laughs> but they also, they, also, well, they also mentioned about Ellie, who's upstairs and worried. As well, so we just sure, have to sure. keep keep the worried Ellie thing going. And then it's the next day, and Mitch calls. There's still no word. Yeah, and it's, there's there's like a million dishes on that table. Like, how many people ate? And if Bobby and Pam are just coming down to eat, do they set the table for everybody? Like Alice used to set it for the six Brady know. kids. I mean, it, but it looked like there had been people eating, and like they, I don't know. It was a really weird. Like it was a really busy table. Ellie updates Mitch. And then she calls Captain Hillman for updates, and there's there's no nothing new to report there. And as Ellie wonders why anyone would want to hurt Lucy, ding ding ding, the lights go off in Pam's oh, head. Oh, Pam's like, oh wait, someone might have wanted to hurt Lucy. Bobby, hmm. can you walk me to my car, please? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, and the not so subtle like. Looking at Miss Ellie, like, you're not being subtle, Pam. But Miss Ellie isn't even paying attention because she's in her own world. By the way, I love her cardigan in this scene, and I want to steal it. I love an old lady cardigan. She thinks of who she needs to call next. Mm -hmm. Because then as soon as they leave, she gets back on the phone, dials somebody's number. And um, as they're leaving, Pam tells Bobby about Roger. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then they kind of decide that it's worth checking out. Right, and he he's going to go with her. The backup with Bobby. Because Pam is still doing a little old school Pam where she was back in the early years of Pam. I like that Pam. I miss that Pam. That's my favorite Pam. If she was that Pam more, I would like Pam more. Instead of the mushy Pam? Yeah, the... The, the cray-cray uh, Pam? Pam? Yeah, the, the Pam with who's like always... Just like having like mental issues and breaking down, and honestly, people are gonna hate on me. But whining, she does a lot of that coming up. And I don't know. Okay, so Mr. Forrest goes to see Rebecca, and it's super awkward. 
Yeah, we, we get his backstory a little bit of how he came we do. You know, came to the company. And I like when they subtly give us some backstories about different people. Mm-hmm. Without, a little exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he this it's been his home for 40 years. Right. But he's afraid, he's, he's sad to see it coming to an end. Yeah. Which um, he feels it needs to over this whole thing with Cliff. Totally mm-hmm. rats out the whole Wellington deal to Rebecca. Hmm. And she's like, well, I really wish that you would stay. But she's like, I trust my son. And he's like, well, that's a choice that I don't agree with. So, bye. Do you think that she was saying that to save face because she was real embarrassed? Like, to the first, she was like, what, what, what? And then right. she's like, um, no, just stay with us. And I was going. Well, it's the, it's the first uh, that she is hearing of Cliff's um, mm-hmm. situation of what's, what's going on. questionable situation. And, did we get any sense as to whether he would did agree to stick around until Rebecca investigated it? I don't, I don't think, think that we so. got de- definitive either way, mm-hmm. honestly. I took it to be that he was going to stick around while she looked into this, uh, but you know that if he does, it's not may- happily. My guess is he's not going to just quit right then. He, I mean, he's been working there forty years. He's got to right. be close to retirement. So right, and yeah, he's, and he does need to give two weeks' notice. So. And we cut to Lucy. She's tied up again and even tighter this time while Roger is packing. Right. And um, there's a knock on the door and it's it's Pam and Bobby. Uh-oh. They, they, they wonder if he's seen Lucy at all. And he's, oh, he's no, playing no, no. dumb. No, no. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, I, I, I've, I've, I've taken the advice. I'm moving to California. And Do you see how nonchalant he was? Like, yeah. no, how would I know? I mean, like, it was like a perfect. I was like, what the fuck? He's, he's, you he's a good liar. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And old school Pam doesn't believe him. Yeah. No, not for a second. And Bobby said. So we're going to bust on in. So where where are you, where are you uh, where are you living? Well, you know I'm at 422 Bay Street. Uh, why don't you go over there and check the apartment? Uh, she's, she's not there. And Lucy can hear everything that's happening, and she's just like realizing that they're gonna leave, and she's like, "Oh shit, shit, shit! What do I do? What do I do?" So she like takes her chair with her whole body and like knocks over the lamp that's on the table next to her, and in the process, like falls over and like knocks herself out. <laughs> so that's what so that's what it was. I was gonna ask me, can you pitch her limp yeah. body up? She was just yeah. call an ambulance, Pam. <laughs> Oh, that's the workman. That's the workman. They're just, they just drive. knocking over the lamp. <laughs> it's the workers. They, they, like, they, he punches them in the face and he goes down like a cartoon. Like there are basically like animated birds going around his head. Did he even punch him or did he just shove no, him into a wall? No, he shoved him into the wall. I was going to say that. And he Maybe, goes, yeah. Uh, and, and he goes, and just uh, like, uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, And I was like, that was the fakest fall it was ever. Awful. Ever. No, it's no, not going to knock you out. I, I no. was a little disappointed. I wanted to see a fist in his face and not just shoved him into a wall. Roger's yeah. a pussy. He would have died if Patrick hit him. Bobby hit oh, him. totally. Yeah. Yeah. Be two hits. Bobby hitting him and him hitting the floor. Bam. Uh, they go into the room. They see Lucy. She's knocked out on the floor. This whole thing oh, was no. very cartoonish. She gets knocked it's, out from just falling over <laughs> in a chair. Roger gets shoved into a yeah. wall, falls down. It was just, it, it was very like Three Stooges or something. It really was. It really was. Who who was directing that scene? <laughs> um, uh, Irving J. Moore. I would expect more from Irving. 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 Is it Irving J. Moore? 
Irving J. Moore or Irving Berlin? I'm beginning <laughs> to think Irving Berlin stepped in there. Mm. Um, so then we cut to, uh, I'm guessing it's the next day or later that day. She's Lucy's in the hospital asleep. They, and then we get the update, like she's fine. Roger's in custody. Hopefully that's the last we've seen of Roger. I do want to say one thing. In the direction of that scene, I'm very proud of whoever decided to make Lucy look bad because her hair was like yeah. not curly. It was flat. Her, like her baby hairs were all like this and no make no eye makeup. No makeup. Least. No makeup. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's how she would look if she's been captive for three days or however right. long. Right. So it's yeah, like, yeah. how can I to too. those people? Yeah. It wasn't because otherwise like she would have... Pam would sleep with purple eyeshadow. <laughs> exactly. And she like, wakes up like, oh my God, was it a dream? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, 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 and her her face is imprinted on the pillow because of all the makeup that Pam wore to sleep. Basically, yeah. yeah. And people don't think that that matters, but like that's like one of the things that I notice. And mm-hmm. the other biggest totally. pet peeve in the entire, even my husband knows this now, my mom knows this. If there's an ep, like an episode of something where it's like ding dong and the guy goes to the door and is like, hey, oh my God, it's so good to see you. And then they walk off and no one closes the door. Nobody, they just leave the door. But walk, that is my biggest fucking pet peeve ever. And number two is the thing about nobody wears makeup to bed like that. Nobody gets kidnapped and has makeup on. Right, see? I love it when, when somebody will show up at like, we'll say JR's office, for example, and then JR makes this point, and then he, JR leaves, and the other person is just left in JR's office by themselves. Right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, and you're like yeah. that's a little awkward. All your company secrets are in drawers and things here. This guy could just rummage through all your. Or when people meet at a restaurant, they sit down, they like bring them like a Coke, and they don't even like sip it, and then they just get up and walk away. Yeah, right. or they order their food and they're like, "See ya," and throw a tip yeah. on the table. Okay, bye. Gonna, yeah. That that tin ain't gonna cover it, and not the tip either. Exactly. You so then we cut to Cliff's office. They want to stop drilling the welling at Wellington, uh, but Cliff doesn't really want to. So they're wait, the, so they're down eight thousand feet, costing twenty five thousand a day. It's a lot. And Cliff still wants to. Yeah, he doesn't want to stop. He doesn't want to quit. He doesn't want to give up the dream. No, he thinks he's going to hit every day or this every day. Denial ain't just a river in Egypt. Exactly. Well, he doesn't want to admit defeat, you know, especially to Jr. because he Jr. has told him that he has screwed him over. Yeah. And the last thing he wants to do is be done in by a a Ewing. Right. Oh yeah, this is like his worst fear. Oh, by the way, Bobby already updated Gary and Jr. on. Lucy and all that stuff. Like, like Jr. really cares. <laughs> he does not give a shit about except about the voting shares. Yeah. Well, if if she's gone, then maybe I, we we can petition to get her voting shares turned over. To <laughs> Trash so move, Jr. Trash move. Maybe maybe I'll pay that Roger to take her away for good. Uh, no. I mean, if he had thought of that, I wouldn't doubt it. Trash. I don't know where my yeah. bell is, but it's somewhere. Ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, somebody's motorboarding. <laughs> um. So anyway, so then it's obvious it's a dry well. So he call he decides to um uh to put a pause on it. He's like, okay, we'll pause, but try to keep the crew together. And he's like, Kept the crew's already left. 
yeah, a lot of valuable people in that crew have already moved on to other things. Yeah. They're not going to sit around and not, get, yeah. not work. It's obviously it's a drug well. So then he yeah. leaves, and then he immediately calls Marilee, who's totally ghosting him <laughs> with JR. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Ghosting 1980. Two style. Two style, yeah. yes. Yeah. And there, yeah, she is. She and JR are toasting his downfall. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll mm-hmm. send over a, st- uh, a statue. Terrible. So JR, JR actually gives Marilee a check for her portion of the deal to reimburse her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And then, what about the interest? Yeah, Sly, can you hold on my calls, please? <laughs> no, that means nope ropes coming out. <laughs> the danger. <laughs> <little>. <laughs> that's, what she, that's what Marilee wants. That's her payment. <laughs> she wants that noodle. <laughs> she she wants to have her field drilled. I don't think that holds dry. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that. <laughs> There's more. There's there's a bigger gusher in there than there is in, in the Wellington property. Holy shit! We're going all in, all in. Y'all are worse than me tonight. Wow! It's just even, coming out. Even my wiener dog said, "Ooh, ooh." With the emphasis on wiener. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh my god. Then oh, Suellen boy. is seeing Mr. Meyer about her finances and he's like, Hey, you're doing great with all your investments and like you are financially ind- you're a financially independent woman. Here you roar. And she's real excited. She's you know, really excited. This. I know it was kind of yeah. cute, actually. Yeah, yeah. She calls Cliff, who's not interested in being social until he hears that she's independently wealthy, and then the Oh, no, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. don't say. I would let's want have, to see you do. At your place, so it's easier to talk. Right. So it's easier for me to use you and get money from you. Ugh, hate it. Barnacle. At the hospital, Lucy has gotten a very large display of flowers. We don't know who someone. they're from. They never identify. I, w- I thought they were going to be from Mitch, but then Mitch walks in, so I guess yeah, not. Yeah, she just goes, oh, that's sweet, look, and gave Miss Ellie the card, but then I was like, who are they <laughs> right. from? Like, neighbors Muriel. down the road? I mean, who are they from? They're from Muriel. Muriel. They're from Muriel. Yeah. So, yeah, so Mitch comes in, and he's like, he feels so guilty. Oh, my God, just the guilt is dripping off of him. And he's like, well, maybe I was hasty in saying we should get divorced. And uh. Let, Let's not forget that Ellie does excuse herself. For some food, so they That's can true. talk. She's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. She, she knows. Like, she knows her. She awkward. knows her exit. I've got to go. Like, feed the pig. I'll be back. Good job, Mama. Um, and then Lucy just kind of is like, no, no, you were right. Like, and then sometimes love just ain't enough. And, and you can tell they, both, they still have feelings for each other, but they just yeah, know. They both admit that they still love each other, but it was just it's it's too hard. And I'm like, it Let's made me just, a little sad. I know it was really sad. I know because you like, there's like tears in her eyes, and yeah, he looked and like he he's was, heartbroken. He was heartbroken. He's like, I still love you, and then he just turns around and walks away, and I'm like, Mitch. Did he even kiss her goodbye? I don't think he did. He, he did not. No, he just and turns around. I was around like, I would at least give her a hug and kiss and say, I love you, bye, or something. Yeah, he just, I think it, like, it seems hard. Like, he was saying, like, I love you, and he's just like, uh, okay, bye. He, he, might, he might have a little bit of Evelyn stench on his breath, though. Mm, maybe. Maybe. You, you don't want to mix up those two uh, 
smells. And uh, Sarah, here we come to see your good friend Catherine in the next scene. Crazy, a little missing. And JR yeah. sa- tells her it's all over but the shouting. Yeah. About Cliff. Cliff. The only source Cliff. of income will be selling apples on Elm Street. If That's a nightmare. That would be a nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. One, two, Jair's coming for you. There is an Elm Street in Dallas. Yeah, no, I I think Elm Street is one right by where uh, JFK, if it's not the street where what's killed on. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one everywhere we kind of walked down, I think, when we came, when we walked up. Mm -hmm. I think that's Mm -hmm. what. Because I think the book, there's that corner, um, and the book depository, one of the streets is Elm. I don't know if it's the one that they are on. I've watched so many JFK documentaries. um, (laughs) Me too. (laughs) You're like, I know it's there, I just don't know where. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to look on the map here. Hold on just yeah. a second. Which I thought was interesting because that's a show that never really brings up the um, assassination. And, uh, you know, it's there. And, isn't that weird? It is weird. Unless, oh. So back back to Catherine and her crazy eyes. I mean, her eyes are beautiful, but Jesus, they could kill you. And JR only regrets that it was that it was so easy. My only regret is that it was so easy. I shouldn't have to waste my talents on a man like that. Oh, my God. Quote of the year. Oh, my. I think that might be quote of the season. Like, oof. Mm. Oof. Oof. Slam. Jesus. Wah, wah, wah. Slam, And then she's kind of like, because she's like, because he says, if he's not in jail, which just reminds me of that line from It's a Wonderful Life, where he's like, Merry Christmas in jail. <laughs> Mary, it's me. It's me, George. George Bailey. Don't you recognize me, Mary? It's the second Miss Ellie, too. It all comes Miss back around. Um, but anyway, she's like in jail. Why? What did he do? And then he kind of he's like, Well, he borrowed some money that he can't pay back. And she's like, Oh shit. Like she's genuinely surprised. I thought she would be happier and more gleeful, but she's a little more Concerned? somber in a way. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. more yeah, yeah. downplaying her. Yeah. enthusiasm for Cliff being in trouble here. I yeah. feel like, though, she does that. Um, it's almost like she's playing like that doe-odd, like she's getting information. Uh, but she's, maybe. Like, mm. she's, but she's, she's playing like, a role because uh, she's not sure she's she can trust JR yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thank you, Morgan Brittany. Yeah. Cliff arrives at Sue Ellen's right on time. She's made dinner herself. Hopefully, it turns out better than uh, Lucy's beef stroganoff. Oh, true. true. She says, "Don't expect much," which you know. Um, she also doesn't want to talk about marriage tonight. That's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. But what but they, they talk about instead, I'd rather them talk about marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, well, "But what about that oil deal that you're so excited about?" Yeah. Speaking of that, um, can I borrow four million dollars? <laughs> just the look on her face she's like no crestfallen like, you're not doing this right now yeah, crestfallen like, hmm. and and i think like he really didn't think it through he really didn't think that went through at all he just thought like oh we have this thing i can just go to her bad timing yeah and he he's he didn't think it through and how it was gonna sound to her and she just immediately was like uh You've been using me the whole time. And he's like, no, no, no. And like, I do, because I actually, I believe Cliff. I think 
Cliff loves Sue Ellen. I do. I, I think, think of this moment that it yeah. was not meant and, to be that way. Yeah. He's just like, Oh, I didn't mean it that way. And she's just like, okay, nope, we are done. And she totally like kicks him out. And then, uh, he says, we could have been so good together. And you know what? I agree with him. It could have been good together. Nope. I it, think Cliff yeah. needs to get together with Lucy. No. <laughs> <laughs> because Ew. the interesting thing about being with Lucy, you know, if Cliff married Sue Ellen, they wouldn't live at South Fork. That's true. If Lucy married Cliff, they could stay at South Fork. They could, but and, she moved out with Mitch, but, though. But she might stay at South Fork knowing that coming down to breakfast every day. Yeah. To piss off JR and having Cliff yeah, Barnes at that fair. table. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been that would have been a good storyline if they never went for. Imagine Miss Ellie trying to and Clayton and Jock <laughs> and everybody trying to keep the peace between Oh God. Oh man, that would have been great. They would never have to go into town. They would just do all their fighting right there. Yeah, yeah. Just at the house. They'd never leave. Yeah. And Lucy arrives back uh, at South Fork in a fucking wagon. A Griswold mobile. A fucking wagon. A fucking wagon. Drink. Yep. Chug, chug, chug. Yep. And it's a, such a nice, light, happy scene at first. Everybody's like, they're so happy to see Lucy. And it's Pam, Ray, and Donna have all come to like greet her home. And it's a nice little reunion. And why isn't Bobby there uh, if she's coming home? He was the one who helped rescue her. Bobby, he's out doing Bobby shit. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to cover his ass on something else right now. Yeah. Um, and, and, And then Donna's just like, oh, man, Lucy, I'm so glad to see you. If there's anything that I can do, let me know. And then out of goddamn nowhere... You just hear Miss Ellie go. There isn't anything you can do. Oh, shit, damn. Grandma? Lucy, come on, I'll go upstairs with you. I think Donna and Miss Ellie just have some things to talk about. Ray says, well, maybe we <laughs> need to just talk and get it out in the open. It was well, just that's like a problem. record scratch. Yep. Oh, my God, record that's- scratch. And everybody just, like, stopped and stared. They're like, oh, fuck, what's going on? That's the problem. It is out in the open, and it shouldn't be. She's trying to tell sell books with her sordid lies. Right. Holy Burr. goddamn, Ellie. Dude. Did we just That's go with some cold we, shit? I mean, she's did, got it out for her like a lot. Did yeah. we just like brew up a, a snow miser storm in uh, Southtown yeah. here and burr her? Yes, yes, we totally did. Ooh. Crazy. Cliff wants to sell Barnes Wentworth one, formerly Ewing six for seven million dollars through Russell Slater, the the broker, mm-hmm. who happens to say that that's a soft market and you're going to have to chop millions off your price, and he'll get mm-hmm. back to him with potential. See buyer. what he can do, basically. And so Ellen has been crying about Cliff for like a whole night long. Okay, she's in her nightgown with her tissue. Pam comes over to visit. Yep. Uh, and so then she admits everything to Pam. Like she's like, "What happened?" She's like, "Your brother happened to me." Oh boy, your dumb ass brother, reeking of Chinese food. Uh, yummy. 
I love Chinese food. I'm sorry. I love Chinese food. I love food. I love snacks. That sounds really good. I'm hungry. I know me too. Pam tells Sue Ellen that she feels Sue Ellen might not be the only one that's been used. True. Because that will come up later. That's, we'll see. True. So then Bobby is visited by the most interesting man in the world. Oh, Joe Smith? Yep, Joe Smith. And he's there with his friend, whose name is Griff. Which, like, okay, so is this, like, an alternate 1982 timeline from Back to the Future? Biff, Griff, uh, Tannen? These two are some of the dumbest. (laughs) That's dumbest criminals in the world. Worst criminals. Dumb ass dumb. They're like, let's. We're gonna totally admit to you, person we don't know, that we committed murder. 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 Hmm. They even leave their card. They're like, so we we admit it. We totally killed this guy. This is the whole story. We're just gonna tell you because I guess we feel like we can trust you because we want to be your drug dealers. Here's our business card. Okay. What? <laughs> Sorry. That was like a... <laughs> was I'm great. glad I'm not the only one that thought that these two were some of the dumbest... Idiots. What are you... Right. What are you doing? <laughs> How do you know this office isn't bugged? Right. And you just know Bobby from a hole in the wall? You just like wrote down his... <laughs> His license plate and looked him up, and now you're like, we can trust you. Not to rat us out. Okay. The most interesting man in the world is the most dumbest man in the world. So dumb. And Griff Tannen. I, yeah, I can't, I just don't know where to begin with that scene. I just. I can't. I cannot. So immediately, Bobby goes down to the police station voluntarily. He goes downtown to the coppers. To the Barney Miller's headquarters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But they were already Should on their way to pick him up. But did he have their drug dealer's business cards with them? Did he not? I never saw him give it over to. Yeah. I, I would have assumed he did it off camera. I don't know. Seems like he'd be like, hey, they gave me this. Contact him. Do a, let's do a sting operation or something, you know? You should he, be in I the mean, police force. I like the way you think. Um. So anyway, uh, so but they were on their way to pick him up, and uh, he's like, what, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, we talked to a certain bartender at Mr. Z's who told us that they heard you threaten to kill Faraday. And Bobby's like, oh, oh right. Yep, that I happened. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, oh, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's sit down and talk. Uh, um, Mr. Uh, policeman, can I interest you in some Duffy's Dough starter? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's talk sourdough. Yeah. J- just like that piece I posted in my story. <laughs> <sighs> then Pam goes to visit Rebecca and says she's worried that Cliff has done something bad that might affect her. And what might that be, Pam? Well, she tells her about the $4 million and they, the two of them together with the bits of information they both know put together the story. Hmm. Well, Pam asks if there's anything she can do to help out, and Rebecca said, no, I need to figure out how to deal with this myself. Yeah, Yeah. she's not sure what to do. Old Cliff has dug himself a hole about 8,000 feet deep here. 
Well, and Pam was not helping because Pam was like, he took advantage of your love. And like Rebecca's like, oh, oh. Like she hadn't even thought of that. She's just like, oh yeah. shit, he did. I know. It's kind of sad. I know. Pam loves to shoot down Cliff. She, you know, it is it's interesting because she has, I feel like she's competitive with Cliff for their mom's attention and love. Yeah, she I think so. Very much so. And she wants to point out his flaws. All the time. To Rebecca. Yep. All yep. the time. Mm-hmm. Because when Pam found her, it was... Pam and Rebecca, Pam and Rebecca, and Cliff didn't want anything to do with her. Now yep. Cliff's in the scene, and it's like Pam's like, "Hey, hey, yeah. remember me? She's, remember she's me?" Jealous. Yep. Yeah. And now Jr. calls uh, Sue Ellen, and Mrs. Chambers says that uh, she's unavailable. Right. I think she's. I feel like that's the standard message she's supposed to give Jr. whenever he calls. Right. That's the <laughs> eighty-two version. That's eighty-two ghosting. Version ghosting for sure. Yeah. Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah. Mrs. Reeves, the friendly ghost. Or Mrs. <laughs> Chambers, rather, the friendly ghost. Right. Right, right, right. And we got to the police station. Um, they're questioning Bobby some more. Um, and But he's totally lying. They're like, have you ever been in Faraday's apartment? And he's like, no. And they're like, we know you're lying. And then they're like, like and he's like, what? And they're like, because think you left your fingerprints everywhere. And he was just like, oh. Okay. Yeah, you you got me. I was in his apartment. He's like, damn it. And he called the police anonymously. And yeah. So he's not under arrest. And he he tells them that he bought the plane ticket for Faraday to get him out of the. He did. At least he's being upfront about that. Yeah. And Ugh. Bobby, don't leave Dallas. Don't leave Dallas. I mean, Spoiler. tip for tat. He did say it was an old friend of Kristen's that came in town and wanted some money. And he gave it's it not to wrong. him. Yeah. No. He, he right. didn't say he's blackmailing me because I bought a baby. But, right. I mean, he was half <laughs> there. Right. He did say that he's trying to adopt a baby and he uh, keep him. Right. Uh, and he's trying the, to keep his nose cop, clean. These detectives, they're like, well, you're from a prominent family and blah, blah, blah. And you're the least likely suspect. So maybe you're guilty. Okay. What the fuck? These two aren't intelligent either. We have, we have dumb criminals and dumb cops. Yeah. This whole storyline is just uh, turning dumber and dumber. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's not great. And Bobby, don't leave Dallas. So we have to drink because Ellie is emoting silently. Yep. <laughs> and then Lucy comes to her bedroom. And we do see, I, I did see that this was like maybe a new set for Ellie's room. Even though a few episodes ago she, we saw her bedroom when she was looking at that picture of Jock. Briefly. Yeah, briefly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy doesn't think she needs a therapist. No, Ellie wonders if she would like to talk to one. And Lucy's like, no, I'm fine. I'm actually worried about you. And uh, I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, me? And she's like, yeah, about granddaddy. And then she continues to talk about Jack in the present tense for about five As minutes straight. If he's still alive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's never going to change. Problematic. Yeah, I think someone needs to see a therapist. Right. Someone in this room needs to see a therapist. Actually, I believe both of you need to. So, okay. Yeah, I think so. Ellie, why don't you look in the mirror and you'll see someone that needs to see a therapist? Yeah. Because denial ain't just a river in Egypt. <laughs> and they, well, they talk about uh, the book and Donna. Oh, and, right. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Ellie's like talking about the sordid lies and. 
done and trying to sell a book and stuff like that and cheap profits and blah, blah, blah. It's like. And Lisa's like, that Ellie. doesn't sound like Donna. And she's like, yeah, I know it doesn't, but it is. Like, okay. I mean, Ellie, let it go. <laughs> really, let it go. Now we can start singing Let It Go with Anna and Elsa. <laughs> uh, and here's where the shoe drops in this next scene. Uh-huh. Mr. Slater comes back to say that he has an offer for $3 million. No, I, I, I can't take $3 million. That's That's just not acceptable. Uh, and then surprise, surprise, the offer is from JR, who just steps into the room. Steps in the room. But you, you know what, Barnes? What you know what I'm going to do? I, I, I really feel for your poor mother. So I'm going to, I'm going to up that to four million dollars, so you can return the four million that you embezzled from your mother's company. Terrible. And he says you have succeeded in becoming the perfect failure. <laughs> Let's see. You, That's horrible. You, you were going to marry my wife. He call. He keeps calling her his wife. I, I know, dude. Yeah, you, he does you, the whole time. You, you were going to marry my wife. You, you were going to strike a gusher. You had all these deals. You blah. And now you have succeeded in becoming the perfect failure, and all you own is a worthless piece of land in the middle of nowhere. Wah, well, wah, wah. Well, if anyone was anyone, wouldn't they want to try to flip that land for development? Maybe a real estate deal right, instead of oil? Right, there's other things you can do. Yeah. Right. Oil isn't the be-all to end-all. Right. It's not. Right. I mean, they were going to build a, a, a shopping center on South Fork, for God's sakes, at one point. <laughs> That's right. That's true. And the guzzler. I was going to say, well, the, the guzzler. Guzzler. That's right. Until Guzzler wanted to climb into bed with Pam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, anyway, then Cliff uh, signs over. He signs the deed. And he hands JR the deed. And JR, and JR drops the check on the desk. Did you notice that? Instead of handing yeah. it to him? Okay. Yeah, I, I just saw that. A, I was watching it. What, let me ask you, is that the deed of that land he just bought back? That is No, that is uh, Ewing 6. <laughs> Okay, that's okay. I was like, okay, got it. Yeah. So now Cliff has He's no money. Fucker. No Ewing Six. No Ewing Six. No Sue Ellen. No life. Not even Chinese food in his office. No. He this might is be the going, winding down. He might be I feel going like for we a need scorpion. The price bowl. is right. Like when they get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is wrong bitch and they say you know you're old when 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 you're going to find your birth year and you have to spin the thing down like the price is right wheel uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's true that's that is totally happening and we come okay. to our final scene yeah uh, for the evening jr goes to sue ellen's and she looks really really pretty she but does look pretty. really like puffy it is yes. so but her, puffy. But her makeup and her hair looks very pretty i know yeah it does well, at least she got out of her bathrobe and she stopped crying. Yeah. Yeah. She got herself together. Right. Which is good because uh, JR has come to lay some heavy shit on her right now. You're he's, a Ewing. He's, you always have been. 
Yeah, he's probably you on this need like, to be with your own kind. Come back you, to South Fork and come back to your husband. You're trusting outsiders, yeah, because you are Ewing. And I'm like, how many times have you told her that she wasn't a Ewing, Jr. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and he played this so well because he got not only Cliff back and he's turning it all around. Like, look what he did to you. He tried right. to use you. I'm going to get you back too now while I'm at it. Right. And then he's like, we th- we think so much alike, the two of us. We belong together. It's time together to forever to ever to South pop. Fork. It's time to come home to your husband. And like, she knows it's, aff- he knows it's affecting her. She knows it's affecting her. And she's just like, oh my God. Ah. Grease frames Sue Ellen. So we have to drink and, twice. And scene. And scene. Yes. Drink twice. And scene. Okay, so I like this episode. I'm gonna give it, despite the terrible criminals, which is just it's ridiculous. But other than that, I thought it was a great episode. And and the uh, very cartoonish way that the cartoon, yeah, the, Lu- the birds. About yeah. The Lu- Lucy Lucy knocks her, gets knocked out, and Roger gets shoved into a wall. And yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so I'm giving this 4.6 bourbons and uh, a Coke dealer's business card. <laughs> I am going to give this uh, a 4.75 and I am going to give it a I'm trying to toss up here I'm going to say fuck I just had it in my head oh a check for the I mean a, a check for the interest on the on the loan in JR's office with a ginger noodle <laughs> alright Mary, what did you give it again? Four or six with what? Four, four point six and a Coke dealer's business card. That was a four point oh. seven five and the interest on the loan. Primarily. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, let's see. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm going with a four seven five because we're, we're when you get to within the final three episodes of the season that yeah. close, things start yeah. ramping up and things yeah. are pulling together and um, I am gonna give it a. Cheerful parting between Mitch and Lucy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, sometimes almost, love just ain't just enough. enough. As Jay Giles said, love stinks. <laughs> yes. Uh, I almost gave it a, um, a Miss Ellie backhand to Donna. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, uh. All right. Oh, well, um, it, thank you for joining us. If you could take like 10 minutes out of your day and go to um, Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and maybe even a little review that says, hey, we like them, Uh, that would really help us more than anything. Because what that does is, you know, the whole algorithm of podcasts is just like Facebook and all those things. And the more more, like five-star ratings we get, the more people will notice it. So if you and could do, do it that, on, or just do it on Apple. Don't do it on iTunes or um, iHeart because I hate iHeart Media. <laughs> well, it gets. I, I mean, you can do it on any of them, but it gets the biggest bang for your buck if you do it on Apple Podcasts. Um, yes. And yeah. um, so that would really help. Or tell your tell a friend about it. Introduce a friend to Dallas. Maybe I mean the whole thing. Like, hey, you should watch this show from the '80s because it's really awesome. And listen to the podcast. And listen to our first episode of After the Barbecue with Omri yeah, Katz. With Omri. And this discussion about the it's cannabis worth industry. It is. Yeah.
It is. And it was good catching up with him. And he will be in, uh, was it Pensacola, Florida? Uh, 4th or something. Like the third week of February. Yeah. Late, late February. I think it's 24th or 26th, I think. Yep. And he'll be at nineties con in, uh, March March. in Connecticut. And I'll, at least I'm going down to Connecticut. Yeah, at least I'm Josh will be there. I'm, I might be there too. I just have to see my schedule. I know. I might be there too. Um, and you should check out our new website, ewingbbq.com, because uh, we finally have that up. And my short biography will be forthcoming because I have not sat down to write it. I've just me been. Me too. <laughs> yeah, get that I, I, to I me. Hate writing, <laughs> I hate writing about myself. I yeah, don't I'm going to write stuff about you guys if you don't give it to me. So <clears throat> I, I don't think you I want me to do tomorrow. that. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. He's a jerk. He's a <laughs> pain in the ass. Uh, no. Danger but, noodle. Uh, um, hey, hey, right. hey. We're not talking about my danger noodle. <laughs> That's another, that's another podcast. That's another, that's another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for joining us. Uh, and join us next time when we talk about season five, episode 25, 102 of the series Acceptance, which is a, that's a big, in, that's a big in episode. And it's the next, it's the penultimate. It's the next to last episode of this True. season. So mm-hmm. the, the next so the season finale, good. the season finale is coming up. The cuck is going to hit the fan. There was a um, post today. Uh, Josh Henderson reposted Mario De La Casa's uh, thing about the JR belt buckles and bracelets that he's doing. Okay. I didn't um, see that. Oh, was that on Instagram point, or Facebook? Uh, Facebook. Um, I missed it. And make sure if you post things, uh, hashtag Dallas45. Uh, would Dallas45. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Y'all come back now, you hear? Next on Dallas. Did you hear about your friend, Cliff Barnes? He's not my friend anymore. Well, the way I hear it, he's not anybody's friend anymore. Cliff, I want you to resign now. That's all I have to say to you. I just knew it was only a matter of time before you'd be sitting right where you are, gloating. Anytime you need a favor, come to OJR. Your favors are too expensive. Cliff has a fatal weakness, his ambition. Shouldn't a person be allowed to make mistakes? Or shouldn't they be prepared to pay a price if they do? 